All right, the list has been presented to me. This is a list that Nick has put down of ideas. List presented. List. That's an idea. The composer Franz Liszt. I yeah. don't know if he's an idea per se. It's the Hungarian word for flower. <laughs> oh, well. wow. List. Yeah, same spell. I mean, it's, yeah. Hungarians is an idea. I think is is uh, it, it's going to have to be contended with at some point. Well, yeah, it's just constantly being contended with. I'm, you know, I'm going to try and make a documentary about um, the division of the kingdom of Hungary. Cool. Next year, yeah, going to go over there because it's the hundred years since. Ah. Um, oh, in fact, maybe that's uh, you know, do we talk about nation? Yeah, I mean this. Yeah, could this, you do it? Yeah, let's. Do, it seems like a good one I to do like earlier a, in the piece. Okay, uh, like I'm kind of up for another like light-hearted one. Oh yeah. You don't think nations is a, yeah. is a rollicking good time? The nation-state conversation. Um, Nation yeah. state. That's even. We have. You're right. We have done. We have done a few big topics in a while. Um, but I also don't want to preempt what a light-hearted one will be because it could end up being really dark. Well, where's Amy, guys? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I thought you said where Zany guys. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a couple on where, this podcast? Where's, where's any guys? <laughs> um, jobs. Oof. Bit in that. There is a bit in that. Let's do it. Okay. Jobs it is. Jobs. A few, huge left turn there. Hit the theme song. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. There's sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. <laughs> that was the theme song. <laughs> You're a rank ideas with Chris. I'm Nick. It's all coming together at last. We're ranking every human idea possible. On a list. From Perfectly. Best, yeah, from best to worst. Yeah, flawlessly, luckily. It would be a shame if we were doing it with flaws. Good thing we didn't do the idea of list and find it to be wanting. <laughs> list is obviously that's, the zero idea. That's our final episode. Yeah. Oh, Hot goodness. twist. Goodness. Yeah. Um, when we were talking about doing this, the, f- the first thing that came up was like, oh, yeah, we should put podcasts. You know, how, how do podcasts measure up? Um, I feel like uh, by the time we, you know, actually get – these episodes live mm. that the format of podcast might already be over. So I don't want to, da- <laughs> I don't want to date us. Do you think we'll have, you know, we'll just, it's okay. We'll just call them, um, uh, we'll just call it an auditory novel, nonfiction, an auditory nonfiction novel dialogue. This is why I, this is why none of the art forms I've named have gotten a lot of traction. <laughs> what, what are some of the others, Nick? Um, uh, Liz- just three. Yeah, just I mean, there's yeah, there's only two others, which is just uh, lizard entwined uh, f- food thought mm-hmm. with the pauses. Yeah, yeah. that's it's, it's critical. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> so we've got lizard entwined the food thought. Yeah, yeah, and goose arts. Goose arts. <laughs> Uh, Untitled Goose Game will probably be completely dead by the time. Thanks for yet again pointing out how I was just that little bit too ahead of my time, Chris. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I wonder if they've made money. They must have made a lot of money from Goose Arts. That's 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 usually what happens when people do things well. Is they definitely make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one ever made money from a bad idea. (laughs) And what was the idea that we're ranking this week? Jobs. Jobs. (laughs) It's a real. Real end of the night idea. Okay, so jobs, you have to have them, right? I mean, do, or do you? This is the thing, right? So, I, I mean, I have one, you have one currently. I have a couple, but yeah, which makes it I sound like, like I'm industrious. I have, I have like a couple. 11, but none of them, yeah, are, you know. That's it. I have a couple. I'm so of, poor. I have some sketchy ones. I'm, I'm perfect. I'm doing perfectly well, but not be, yeah. 
not through not through uh, a passion and engagement with the idea of jobs. But yeah, uh, but again, that's but just... But jobs, we're talking about um, paid labour for something. Yeah, what are we saying? Are we because, saying... Because, you know, like it's, I've got a few jobs around the house. You know, mm. that, that's out. That doesn't count. Yeah, no, it has to Too be... Much. We Yeah, let's use the... Let's let's use the um, framing of um, organized organized industry. Um, I mean, is it ca- is it too reductive to say under the capitalist system? Is because jobs existed? No, jobs exist in all societies. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and that's the thing. I think maybe let's start. I think it's good to start at you know where does society go from having job a job to not having a job? It's, I think there's some degree of specialization implied and that, that that's come with settled agriculture again you know, mm. the, you know you, when you when you do have sort of um, more resources for coming from specialization you know and more resources coming in from farming to, so you can have more people then you know that's when you start to have a dedicated uh, army yeah. or like priest or whatever is, is it once your is it once the return for your labor stops being strictly the fruits of of that labor like is it once right it's not the direct yeah impact you're tr- tr- yeah presumably because i feel like that's how that's how jobs are then prosecuted as a, at a at a large at a societal level i think that's what we're talking about in any yeah. case even if that's not what what it necessarily has to be because yeah. like you know you can have a job you work at the prison and all day you have to smash rocks on the side of the road yeah yeah, yeah. that's not that's not what we're talking about here we're not ranking that no that sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That's Still, someone's got to smash the rocks. It's true. <laughs> I remember um, years ago, Triple J did a uh, st- shout out to Triple J. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Our number one audience, I mercy. assume. They did a thing over a few. Tom weeks. Chili's coming on next week. Oh no, he's on Radio National now. Sorry, I'm dating things. Too too contemporary. You don't want you don't want yeah you don't want me to um, mention the Triple J host that I remember or that will date me more than the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. But the um, uh, yeah, I remember them doing a series of getting people to call in and share their awful jobs and trying to find who had the worst job right. in um, Australia. And uh, I think they, from memory, they actually ended up giving the prize to this guy from uh, New Zealand actually called in and uh, his, they judged him as having the worst job and his job was that he got paid definitely, definitely in there. But yeah, apparently his, I think they, Picked it just be- this one particularly, not because it was the most onerous, but just because of just the, I guess, just what it said about just the concept of jobs, mm. which is this guy's job was he just lived in a small house that was next to a lake that just had a lot of um, toxic one-off runoff waste material in it. And he was paid uh, by some organization to get up every morning early uh, get in a tinny and just take a burn around the lake just oh to make God. just to make it not get too settled. He's been replaced by a drone for definitely, sure now. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, wow, that, mm. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I am compromised in this discussion because I just, I just really, the thing I, most of my drive in life is to not have to do things that I don't want to do and mm. not have to be places where I don't have to be, which is pretty intrinsic to Me too. most people's experience of jobs. Me too. And But do you think that then the way we live our lives uh, it constitutes jobs probably probably not really my jobs don't feel very jobby this is i mean but that's not the point like you know yeah federer's job might not feel like a job it absolutely is yeah sure yeah and i still i still have to be good at my i still have a lot of drive and need and requirement to be good at my job and put effort in um uh, yeah i'm just fortunate that it's enjoyable but if it wasn't i'd still need all those requirements would still be there and i've you know i've had jobs that i didn't like and still had to be present in and engaged with 
um, a bit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I when I was writing my third comedy show, which I never did, um, I, I was playing with the idea that you know how. So we pay garbos quite a lot because their their jobs are ostensibly unpleasant. You know, they have to handle rubbish. They have to get up early in the morning. Yeah, and you know they have to be consistent in doing it well. Um, so we pay them, you know, a lot. How much then do we like? How horrible must it be to be, you know, the CEO of Westpac you know, <laughs> to get all that money? You know, and you have to, you know, f- abandon your family and your kids. You have to learn all these specialized skills at a complex level that have no bearing on anything you're interested in. I mean, the, hor- the horrible part would be having to just internalize the value systems of of yeah. the of you know of of Westpac. Yeah. Um. But yeah. The, and and just believe. Shout out to Westpac. <laughs> I, that's, I've literally been with Westpac as my bank since uh, since I was a, oh. since I was a teenager. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. The um. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Obviously. Yeah. So again. So we highlight the first thing, which is a, a, of a piece with other ideas we've looked at, like authority, where it's you know where it's an idea that has clearly been demonstrated to be hackable mm-hmm. by as in the 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 outcomes across the population aren't yes aren't even and unequal in terms of um what we what might be formulated as good outcomes versus bad outcomes so mm-hmm. yeah there's not there isn't a consistency like the concept of jobs doesn't hasn't necessarily delivered a consistency of experience for people that might no. um so uh yeah. But, uh, what, what, what would uh, hack, what, if you had a large society without jobs? This is the, this is maybe this is the more useful place to start. Mm. What happens if there's no jobs? And that do we need them? And we're increasingly sort of coming to that point with you know, um, where you look at universal basic income, you know, the, or the tech uh, industry leaders are sort of spruiking because they're mm. they're seeing that like well, a huge amount of people's productivity is coming from their consumption or their consumption data or whatever and you know that doesn't really involve them needing to do much other than buy stuff and and i um yeah and, I there's, was, and there's on the other hand there's rivers of gold for you know google yeah. is sitting on mountains of infinite endless gold that they kind of yeah you know they don't even have to do anything to get anymore they just have they do a bunch of things anyway and they're and you know and to me that that idea th- that uh reality has been um allowed for by certain other human ideas that will need to be ranked separately mm. but um the like yeah like meritocracy and fairness and um in groups and out groups or whatever markets markets um but internet indeed but yeah the uh but at the same time the practically the delivery system which i i don't feel particularly educated on ubi and the arguments for or against but i do feel like just a, a basic reality of the amount of human beings that exist and are going to exist is that the idea of applying the metric of having a job as a well-being outcome for all people is um, already, uh, you know, it's 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 silly at this point. Do it dismisses quality. Yeah, well, there aren't there. You know, if if the point at one point was that jobs needed to be done and that's why they existed or mm-hmm. were needed as a tool of uh, societal outcomes. Then and then at one point, and then I guess the way that was prosecuted narratively was that jobs, you know, the you know, work and having a job and having a, a role in society was seen as something that was a uh, an intrinsic part of human actualization, yeah, connected to your survival. Yeah. I mean, I look how handy is Frida. She's gone out and you know cut twenty timbers down today. <laughs> twenty mighty timbers. Twenty twenty tree boards. Yeah, and um. <laughs> And, uh, and so the, 
Yeah, but I mean that's all well and good, but at this point, like you you would have to be to to give people a lot of to get to have everyone in the world who who exists and is alive, um, all of them having jobs is if you could do that, you'd be very you'd be extract abstracting very much from the original idea, which is that jobs are there for a practical reason. Um, and yeah, as I don't, know, and I guess that would be fine if you bought into the idea that just jobs are a tool of actualization that's necessary. But I don't believe that. Yeah, I do believe having a purpose and doing something like is is you know. Un- rightfully or wrongfully connected to 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 value that like in people's lives but i feel that way but that's got nothing to do with, like i feel like that's the exact opposite of you know and i don't want to pick specific jobs in fact i should be careful because listeners may have these jobs but i, can, I think i can imagine very very many jobs that you could have that would t- take away from that and just grind this is where chris goes after vets up. yet again yeah. yeah not veterans to be clear yeah, yeah. <laughs> veterinarians yeah um but yet yeah, the uh, yeah, it's funny, right? So just picking up on what you said, it feels right to me that actualization, a sense of purpose and a thing that you're doing that feeds to that sense of purpose is, um, leads to more, leads, leads to a happier, healthier person. Meanwhile, that's a sobering thought for me because at the world, I look around the world and I go, well, that can't happen for lots of people. It just practice at this, at this point, most people aren't going to have that. Yeah. And so I look at that and I go, well, and I mean, don't, I, you know, yeah, don't. And I, uh, and I think exactly. There, I think there are impacts from that. Currently don't. And there are impacts from that. And I kind of go, well, uh, obviously the, the, you know, the universe doesn't care whether, um, you know, the ostensible, yeah, <laughs> whether what humans need is going to be what they get. Um, but yeah, I do feel like if it's just factually not going to happen that way, uh, could it be useful to look at other alternate ideas about how um, at least, you know, as, at, at the very, like, you know, to, to put it crudely, how how more uh, dopamine might be released into human brains across their life as and less, you know, like how, how more edifying chem, like chemical reactions might happen in brains and less um, bad ones happen other than just that sense of purpose and actualization. Cause otherwise you're just saying it's a game of winners and losers and people like me who are lucky enough to have had a sense of purpose and actualization throughout my life, even though it gets frustrated here or there, I know what I'm, tr- I know what I want to do and I don't, I know what I'm trying to do. And that gives me even in my, in my darkest moments, a sense of, um, clarity like my worst my worst moments in my life are still happening against a fixed point that is clear yeah um and then i but i i can factually see that a, a lot of the people that yeah. i see walking around just don't have that yeah, yeah. and it would be it's like telling them to just go get it when it's actually there's just not enough of that there's not enough of those biscuits in the box yeah blake <laughs> <laughs> Bleak and true. Uh, maybe that's like the maybe, part, the, maybe part. the solution is a, some sort of you know matrix system whereby you know everyone gets to do what whatever's deemed to be an optimized um, you know series of labors and life for their um, personality, their, their neurotype and experience at the point in which they're plugged into the mm, matrix, mm-hmm. and it's mapped everything against their physical behavior is remapped, and so they're living in that matrix doing whatever dream job. You know, maybe they're I don't know playing baseball or what, what I don't know whatever people dream of the most I assume it's baseball yeah um a game I've never even seen one of <laughs> um but then you don't watch it, the world series <laughs> yeah the whole world's watching Washington one good for them that mm. dates this oof um and then but maybe with their real bodies they're um 
digging with their hands to the center of the earth. Well, or maybe... And that's when you die. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe it's backwards to what I was saying where maybe if it's actually... Maybe instead the, you you lean into the idea of the arbitrary construction of what jobs are and what actualization is, and you just it's just about allowing people to feel purpose and more is more important. Like if you yeah. allow for the fact that the that the things that need that the jobs that need to be getting done, the tasks that need to be getting done are getting done, then because I mean one thing that I am extremely comfortable with is the idea of people just doing nothing. Mm. Like I don't, I have no need for people to be useful. Like as long, as long as, as yeah. long as, an, as long as the things that usefully need to be done, get done. Um, I don't, I don't need, yeah. I, there's, there's nothing morally offensive to me about the idea of someone uh, quote unquote wasting their life. Yeah, if, it's, it's always so funny to me how that's like such a common target, particularly here in Australia, you know, targeting mm. the dull bludgers, people who are sitting yeah. on welfare and doing nothing. But like what harm did, you know, some people sitting on a couch smoking weed or whatever doing nothing cause yep. like pretty like certainly less than somebody who's extremely motivated <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> really know, good point yeah that's where yeah. you're worried good point yeah as i feel like yeah if there's a common trait between people who have had the who have had large-scale negative impacts on the society <laughs> around them it's an extreme level of motivation and get up and go and they were certain they were doing something good yeah yeah, yeah. it's a great point so yeah so no one's running out there being like mm, totally I'm just saying evil <laughs> exactly because yeah so i mean there's because there's two there's two me's when I observe like if I go to um anytime I've been in one of the countries of the world that have much higher populations and a kind of and a full employment political mm-hmm. narrative and you know I'll go to places like I'll go to a department store in Manila and they'll be at the, the same sort of counter where in in uh like in Big W here you just have one person behind the counter there'll be just there'll be four staff members behind the counter and they won't be they'll be underemployed in terms of the amount of things they have to do there but they'll all they'll they'll just be hanging out there for their shift and having a chat and you know serving customer when they come um and you know there's a part of me that's like you know obviously the the part of me that's used to my country is like this is ridiculous this is um it's absurd in the literal sense and then also i look at it and be like what's the problem though like Mm. i mean it it would be a drag for me because i if i were one of them i'd want to be somewhere else but also (laughs) um but uh, yeah, as you say, on the in on the scale of negative outcomes, just people wasting their time. People wasting their time to me isn't. It's not a lot. It's not an intense negative outcome compared to a lot of other things. Yeah, I, I still am a bit wary of uh, giving it the blanket tick because I think that um, the if you're gonna if people are gonna be optimized by doing, you know, the tasks are taken care of. People are optimized by doing jobs that don't actually need to be done but they will will get more reward out of it by thinking that it's good mm. it's kind of like a bit a bit like the homeopathy argument or something you know like sure if, if people are into it and they're getting a good result then you know what's the harm and sure there is a positive and but i, I think that you can't dismiss the cloud of like not trading in reality and the unforeseen consequences that that can have and the huge falls that that can. And that resonates with me. And I guess, so in the homeopathy example, it's like homeopathy is potentially um, a bad time because someone might be doing that instead of Mm. doing the thing that might actually be edifying for them or, or, or instead of, you know, instead of confronting the reality of what might make for them positive change in their life. So yeah. I've heard of people leaving their partners because their partner had cancer and got chemo rather than 
like they just dismissed the naturopath path that they'd been put on and they they, they divorced mm. over that. And so that's the thing that's offensive to me is the idea of just, I mean, and again, I don't know if I'd some, I'd love to say it's a moral thing, but the thing that's offensive to me is just the sense of the wrongness is like, I'm not a, I'm not a good enough person to be like, what a failure of compassion that I look at that and I'm like, and I'm like, Oh, you're so wrong about homeopathy though. It doesn't yeah. work. Chemo, <laughs> chemotherapy uh, has, you know, as like is, is uh, has, yeah, is, has a basis. And, um, yeah, so maybe that's – so going back across to jobs, so if you – say you've got fake jobs. Mm-hmm. To me, the th- yeah, so I can see how the thing that would be offensive to me is um, exactly what is w- – exactly what is happening which is a lot of people have essentially fake jobs Mm -hmm. and they are allowed to hold themselves up as being doing as doing something that is uh intrinsically more worthwhile more morally uh laudable than than people than people who would do it who are not doing stuff so i I love that we're doing this podcast together i feel like not every pair of people would be we're just yeah okay so we can assume that most jobs (laughs) are complete trash (laughs) And we don't want to do them. Uh, going circling back to the idea of authority, but yeah. So yeah. So the. So for me, yeah. So that uh, that um, artificial these artificial narrative constructs of of what is of a job being good and then certain things being legitimate jobs and not being mm-hmm. um, is a you know is obnoxious and allows allows for the victimization of certain people um, and the protection of certain people who shouldn't be as protected. Mm-hmm. So. To me, maybe, so, you know. So there is a cost with that. There's a cost. And so maybe one way to, you could ameliorate that is to literally just have, just break down the narrative of jobs as being for any other reason. Like say if you, if you, in the thought experiment of a world where everyone knew that jobs were just t- to give people solace and a sense of shape to their life mm-hmm. and there was no sense that they were, that's that's it. That's why you do it, that it was the same as, um, that it was that it was like uh, having it was like eating cake, <laughs> you know. It's like we're we're doing it for the faculty. Or if it was like, oh, maybe a better analogy. If it was treated more like uh, sex, like recreational sex, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh yeah, we've got like separate to procreative sex. You kind of go, oh yeah, this is the thing that we're all really in. Like we're all really into it. There's a drive towards it um, at the societal level. Even though we all have slightly different takes on it, we're gonna just we're gonna prop it up as a thing. But you know, it's not. But we know it. But it's not. Um, it just seems to be something that we all really want to do <laughs> rather for, for as, as a sort of artifact of the way that we're, that we've grown as organisms. It occurs to me that this is all like sitting on quite a postmodern base. Like I think that. Miss, it's, it's me and my personality. Yes, Chris. But yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming at me so hard. <laughs> no, the whole, the whole conversation, I think like, why don't as a thought experiment, like I'd like to posit that, um, Perhaps just the jobs that we're given, uh, like we're in this transitional period, and maybe mm. maybe subsequently, it, it, it's the problem is that um, we haven't transitioned effectively to the point at which the jo- jobs are aligned with goals that are usefully achieved or useful and achievable, or and, even and so- or even um, that align that might align in a more bespoke way with our pers- with with the individuals. Mm. Um, because I, I just think that there are like there are still so many you know fascinating questions of nature and fascinating uh, implementations of things of knowledge that we do have that aren't that aren't being done. But um, most people don't get to work on those yeah. types of things or, or in in any in any way really. But yeah. there are other there are those that do, and they they seem to be very competitive jobs to get that requires skills that most people don't have the luxury of of accessing or 
haven't had, but now, but I guess now with the sort of democratization of information that has come with some of the internet, mm. um, you know, you can you can you can do a whole bunch of courses, you know, open university things, and that you could p- potentially you know you can re-educate your knowledge. Yeah, to, you can re-educate and reskill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, that's I mean, that's like imagine if we did have a high, like you know, imagine if everybody had an accessible role like within i don't know i don't know what's something that everyone can universally consider to be worth achieving but say say if it's um oh god even even immortality or whatever is so fraught even though i know it's it's one that you would yeah it's a fraught, fraught for i know a lot of people have a fraught uh relationship to that idea just just sign me up guys yeah okay so say for it's example, the only way we're going to get this podcast finished so <laughs> yeah true. that's not true a few You're more right. weeks should come yeah, exactly um no imagine imagine so imagine if immortality was a problem that was being you know everybody was working on it like like how all the forces were working on the manhattan project to get the nuclear weapon everybody was on this like it's like we can do this we can crack it within 30 years if we all do it it. and everybody's got a job within that like you know you're right that's what we should be doing chris good (laughs) but maybe maybe that would be maybe there are there are meaningful things to reintegrate through society it's just it's just that you could put a large amount of people like that you could put a significant statistically significant portion of the population on that they aren't currently on yeah like maybe 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 we're down on jobs because of the, the time we find ourselves in. It's a really good point because I know that both you and I like working when we're doing stuff. You and I are both like doing stuff, yeah, for sure, and and create stuff to do that's much more aligned with our personalities and yeah. our interests. And and I would say flourish doing that, you know. And 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 I would say also compared to our peers because we have taken or received in, in whatever um, have you mix of those things you want to take it the the privilege of being able to pursue things that we mm. want to do yeah the incredible um, luck yeah of all, all those things um uh which i which i still think that more people have than that than yes more a- again I'll, yeah the, same, the, the way yeah. i'll say it the same way i said it before more people that i know have yeah, than, yeah. than than not yeah um but because of us being able to pursue that we get to uh i, I feel like enjoy a richness of those things that um I wish more people did pursue yeah. and experience. And imagine if that could be universe universally across. I don't have society. to imagine Chris because I spent my primary school years watching Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, <laughs> and, and and this thing like and so yeah and and again because we it, you talking about the specific era that we're in it's not just in terms of the real world around us but just the sort of cultural stories that are around us like we live in the we live in the dystopian science fiction era um yeah whereas you know i guess i was a kid in the tail end of the utopian sci-fi era where you would where we there was this posited world where yes the posited utopia wasn't a bunch of people um just hanging out um it was uh although you know that would i would I would want us to at least try that model that. as yeah, well. Yeah, I yeah. love it. But yeah, it was the idea was that it was a bunch of people who had a drive, who didn't have, there, there wasn't, there wasn't a currency anymore. Um, there wasn't even a sense of like social status so much, but there, there was still an organizational hierarchy of tasks and roles, mm-hmm. but it was based upon the idea of a collect, a collective human project that was grand and, um, uh, and, you know, consensually focused amongst all people. Feels very much as though we're built for that. You know, there must be some evolutionary psychology. You know, at at the very least, like my the, the reality I recognise is there we're a group organism. We're a group organism, and that the um that the uh story the stories that we tell ourselves uh, that are, that are contrary to that are f- false. Like we are yeah, yeah we we are designed as a 
we are we are designed as a as an organism as a single organism that is dispensed through separate bodies. And it seems that whenever societies have had to compete with each other, those that have unifying narratives, you know, have a, di- a different kind of effectiveness, which is not always superior. There are other there are other and not always doesn't always have good outcomes. No, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no, yeah. God, absolutely not. Yeah, um, but I just think it's noteworthy. Yeah, you know, totally. That, that we do like to have have that type of thing together. So. Back on back on the the word jobs. Yeah, I think that if you're going to have a society that's you know larger than twenty people, which I guess we both want to have. I do, yeah. So that we can, in, or you, you in particular, yeah, want to have. I'm I'm not sure myself. I feel like I wouldn't mind everybody sort of being amongst a mix of all the tasks, but helping each other constantly. I, it's, it's just that the task would be so much less, like the less compelling their fruit because with, you know, with the scale, you get all the niches and from all the niches you get to such, uh, you get to extrapolate so far and get such interesting things like all the comic books that you like. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely, that's, that's an interesting like sidebar about jobs talking Mm. about comic books quickly. Mm. So my uh, partner the other day who is reading a few comic books now, just, uh, you know, uh, uh, that I have put them onto, um, was we were chatting about one and I made a passing comment about the artist credits because um, they were like, okay, there's three credits here on the front of the cover. Who is this? And I was like, oh, it's the writer and the penciler and the inker. And um, so I was like, well, what's the, what's the inker? And I was like, oh, well, there's um, the penciler who creates the, who draws the original illustration. And then there's the inker who adds depth and shading uh, and in some cases like tightens up the line work of that thing. So, and that's, you know, so most comic books have those two artists working in concert. Um, and it was completely that in a society of 20 people. Well, this is the thing Zev found my partner found it completely actually like comical. Their first reaction was just, yeah, right. was just, it did abs- are you saying that this is t- two people's job yeah. is to draw this picture? The that's absurd. can't color it in. That's absurd. Whereas just kind of, and then my thing is like, it's, it is as, you know, as a hopeless geek, I'm like, it is absurd that you thought it only took one person to create this <laughs> image. Also, there's a colorist as well who separately do the thing, but, yeah, they, right. but doesn't get to be on the front, have their name listed on the oh, cover. Right. And a letterer who does the lettering separately. Is that controversial that the colorist doesn't get... It's it's not as controversial as it should be, Chris. <laughs> um, but the uh, but yeah, the uh, that idea of division of labor, and you know, this is the other reason that someone like me bumps against the idea of jobs is because I just um, as a person, I just I just get stressed out by just detail, just the sheerness of detail. So I mean, if I watch the closing credits to a movie, it stresses me out having to contend with how many people. How many with the with the minute division of labor? Like how many mm. how many different foley artists? Like how many how many you know? It's like a list of 10, 10 artists under a job description that I don't know, and um, because I and the only reason reason that stresses me out is a really shallow and dumb one. It's because because I've been conditioned into this um, grand societal narrative of the point of life should be to have a transcendent selfhood is that i see the person i just go be like oh that you tell me that person's life is that they're a you know is that they're a set painter which is obviously horrifically condescend like you know i'm just like i just work in a gym you know but it's yeah there's something about it that bumps against this conditioning that i've got that makes me be like yeah stop yeah stop making people do all these little jobs you know (laughs) um that's interesting that's gonna be one to unpack it's yeah it's a toxic part of what's happening in my brain um and uh and all our brains, I suppose. Mm. Um, because yeah, like that, like someone could be a scene painter on um, Magic Mike Two and be having a, like 
a much like just just be having a great time. It's <laughs> like, a funny movie. Exactly. Um, it could be could be separate to that, or in or in concert with that, be having us having a well actualized life. Um, maybe that guy who was taking a burn around the toxic lake is is for himself having, and have, maybe he thinks his life is good. Like, um, I, I want to. It s- doesn't sound that bad that that job. I just think it, I think it's that it's for shocking some, a novel. That exactly. It like, it's yeah. a great one. It's a great one to be the winner on that particular thing. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, for me, like you know, I guess if you really intrinsically be like, like. If at one extreme you've got a job which is just you get up in the morning and you ha- you just have to eat a lump of human feces, which is like you know it's the perfect storm of unpleasant and abstracted from any yeah. uh, from any yeah. u- utility. Yeah. Um, I'm not the sort of, I'm not a person who would, um, but, but you know, but also you get if you you make a living wage and it's all you have to do for that day and the rest of the day is yours. I'm not over right. I'm not over at the extreme of the person who would do that, but I'm probably closer to that end than I am to the opposite end as a person. Hmm. You've you've really captured me with this thought experiment. <laughs> you know, like is is it any different to just doling out your shit eating across seven and a half hours? <laughs> exactly. In air conditioning. And again, or because because the thing I value and it's and it is and again I have a much I have great jobs, but also I have, there's a hard limit to the amount of hours I work in a week because the thing because no money for me the thing I would trade money for, the thing that I trade money for is time. Is time. Yeah. Is 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 it's embarrassing to say, but freedom. Because you know, free mm. like and it's I hate it because when we when we rank freedom as an idea on the podcast, I'm going to have a lot of critiques. Also, you know, I grew up in this time and place, so like freedom is a freedom is a condition value for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't even want to begin to touch that now. I think I, I think it's time to to do the, some hardcore ranking. And, yep. and uh, my final thought is that uh, there's a quality that we're not really exploring of of. Uh, that that's defining how we're thinking about what jobs are. I think jobs are an essential feature of a large society, and mm. and I wouldn't want to see. Oh, look, we wouldn't be where we were if they hadn't existed, and if if they stopped existing. What if I what if I bring in. Mm. My really reductive take. I really, when it comes down to it, my take on jobs is so reductive. I think they, I think they're great and need to exist. I just think it's. I just think that I'm really happy with only the amount of people who should have them should have them. Yeah, me I'm, too. I, I think I, I like jobs. I also think that not having jobs should be super valid. Yeah. If 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 there was an AI managing all the tasks mm. and um. And most of our conditions were being increasingly optimized to doing whatever we'd want to do. It w- I would I don't think you'd call what we did jobs. Yeah, I think there would be, and I, we wouldn't necessarily just be leisure. There'd be there'd be learning and there'd be working. Yeah, but I think that um, yeah, I can I can see I can see utopia without jobs. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, as, much, as much as We're I can, with jobs, yeah. as much as I can see Utopia, which is not at all. But let's, yeah, but yeah, but, there's, but that episode's coming up yeah. uh, at some point. Um, all right. So if we re- we review our current list, which has eight items on it at the moment, we've got generosity at the top, mm-hmm. authority second, imprisonment is third, geoengineering is fourth, lunch in number five, harnessing electricity number six, mail is number seven, and the idea of genius is currently bringing up the rear. Chris, got oh. any ins- any immediate instincts? Yeah, uh, uh, second last is mine. 
under male, under male, and above genius. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, again, I feel like I feel like I've come much warmer to the. I've come across to a warmer sense of jobs than I might have started the episode with, but it still just feels of what we currently have, which is a top heavy list. Like we don't have any truly heinous ideas on here yet. I don't no. think uh, just ideas that might have a heinous expression, and so yeah, I f- <laughs> it. That feels pretty good to me, like under male and above genius. Happy with that? Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely would have made more interesting podcasting to uh, argue with you, but um, we could just argue about something else instead. It is interesting that we <laughs> you're going to argue with this. It is interesting that we've no, I'm not with them all so far. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Um, I, I thought it would be harder for us to come to a concert on where they should be. Yeah. Maybe I, it will. It, it, I feel like, again, it's such a, it's a, it's nine items on the list now. I think once we get, I mean, because eventually we're going to do enough episodes where, A, I'm not just going to be able to quickly go through the list. We'll have mm. to be trusting our listeners to like check the list on whatever internet corner of the internet we've got it posted mm. and um, we'll just be having to like even the challenge, even just starting to frame up. All right. What, what section of the list should we start looking at for this? It's going to, it's, yeah, it might take up more parts of the episode. So you're right for now, let's enjoy the quick uh, effort of ranking. And then when we eventually do diverge, there'll be two different lists and in you know, society will take those in the distant future and there'll be, you know, the Nickists and, and, and the, the Christians, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, who knows who wins that fight? <laughs> um, this, whichever, um, list has breakfast tire because that's really going to define how much people are able to do through their day. Yeah, right. Disagree. Not true. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> back in concert. I never have breakfast. No, neither. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. If I, I woke I, up I, and I was hungry, I would have breakfast. I mean, it's the perfect meal for that. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Thank you. See you next time.